This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live cast here on Twitchland. Back. Brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount every day of the week. And of course, as always, I'm your host, Recius, and with me are the trained monkeys that sometimes tell jokes and do dances. Well-trained. Well-trained, yeah. Yeah. Francis. Highly paid and well-trained. Mm -hmm. No, not paid. Slightly paid. Definitely not trained. Uh, of course, Frankie and the salty banana. Happy to be with you as always. He's just Jason. never give you like an actual name. I will never say his, his name. Jason. I will never say his name. You know what's funny? I, I was working with a retailer and they sent me an email and they're like, this might be a strange question, but are you the salty banana? I was like, that's oh. amazing, dude. <laughs> That's so good. It's oh, not professional. That's the best. That's, oh, that's amazing. We were at Maybe conventions. Maybe it's more mass. I don't know. When we're at conventions and people are like, Francis. I'm like, yes. Hey, Francis. Yes. Frankie's like, like, that's literally on God me. damn it. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if that's your real name. His real name is Francis. I thought it was Franklin. It's on his birth certificate. Oh. When did you see my birth certificate? <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> Tax purposes. Your mom showed it to Tax me. Tax purposes. He's like, <laughs> it's Francis. He right saw it when he was living in your room. Yes. It's, <laughs> yeah, mount, yeah. It's, it's mounted next to his three his, wolf, his wolf frame. His wolf posters. You think anybody's ever framed their birth certificate? <laughs> that would be, be awesome. Very strange. <laughs> but yeah, the, the wolves, the wolf pack running through the trees. <laughs> wolf How many There's wolf posters? There's three paintings. Yeah, like, I think there were like three or four paintings. Were the paintings yeah. or were there posters? They're framed. No, they're paintings. Okay, that's yeah. better. They're, they were like, they're one they're of framed. them was legit, dude. It was like a hand-carved like frame around it. It was amazing. Did you like wolves it? on the yeah. frame. Did you like wolves or did people just huh? give them to you? You're yeah, probably. so you know when you're a little kid and somebody goes, what's your favorite animal? You're like, oh, wolves. wolves. And yeah. then all of your uncles and aunts for the rest of your life are going to get you wolf stuff. I'm like, Jesus. Come they on, make guys. cool shirts though with wolves on them. I should, they do. I should yeah. show the last uh, shirt my grandparents got me for my birthday. <laughs> that shirt wear was amazing, dude. Why haven't you worn that? I should, it's like it's extra large. It. Doesn't matter, wear it. My whole life they've gotten me extra large clothing and I wear a medium. Yeah. I had stopped telling them. I was just That's like. the worst part of it. The, the worst last part one, is the I think fabric. this one was it's the orange, best one, though. It's orange with polka dots and blue leaves. You really it's should so wear it. so good. I was like, so good. Grandma and Grandpa, are you like going blind? <laughs> you know what? Pablo can wear it on the auction. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That is such an auction year oh, shirt. I was gosh. like, what? Thanks, Grandma. She's like, oh, they, they all look sharp. Just like take where a picture with you wearing it. Like, like oh. the thought process of where do they find that shirt? One. You know Two, oh, Reese would look great in the shirt. But What's the size? The, the part that makes it, that you, it that you have to be thankful yeah. for it is like they made a trip into town because my grandparents live in the country. Yeah. yeah. So they went into town, they like, looked at multiple shirts, and they go, that's it, that's the or, one. Or I like to think they went to the store, like the general store, <laughs> and they were like, I'll take your fanciest, your fanciest going out <laughs> shirt. And the, the old guy who works there was like, I got just the thing, just came in from oh, Oklahoma City, God. and it's like that shirt. <laughs> Like, here you go. He's like, here's the fanciest duds we got. Like, oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, That's the one. Oh, I hope they don't watch this podcast. Pretty sure <laughs> they don't. I'm pretty sure they don't watch this podcast. <laughs> like, Reese, you didn't like the shirt? Like, oh. Your grandpa's going to call you after this. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Amazing stuff. So, anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to talk about Drukari. But before we get to that, we're going to cover some news items because a lot has gone on in the past week in gaming. So, first of all, really heartwarming story. You're gonna be uh, you're gonna be a drippy banana after hearing about this because you're gonna be shedding some tears. Oh, that kind of drippy. <laughs> <laughs> From the one-eyed monster. <laughs> no. Oh. So Jason Folds, uh, who is an active-duty military member, he couldn't make the SoCal Open, and uh, obviously a very generous soul. He bought four tickets to the SoCal Open, uh, Age of Sigmar, 40K, Two Shades Buyer, and he wants to donate them to active duty service members or veterans in the San Diego area that uh, may not have the funds to go to the event. And uh, if you are active duty or veteran, 
uh, service member here in San Diego and you would like to come to the SoCal Open, but maybe you were worried about uh, being able to afford a ticket mm -hmm. or whatever, uh, money's tight, uh, well, here you go. Pretty yeah. incredible. So, Jason Folds, you're uh, incredibly generous. Yeah. Thank you so much. What a nice thing to do, just out of the blue. Mm -hmm. um, wow. Pretty awesome. Yeah. It, so, it just goes to show how awesome the 40K community is, or even just the tabletop gaming community. They're willing to go above and beyond for people that maybe can't afford to go to events or are having a hard time. So, thank you very much, Jason. Yeah. Totally. Super generous. Really appreciate it. Uh, if you think that you qualify for this, which obviously if you are short on cash and you're in the military or were, please email me at contact at frontlinegaming.org. Just show me uh, your military ID or anything like that and let me know uh, that uh, this is a, a, what you were hoping for, maybe not even expecting, but uh, it's, it's quite a windfall. So please reach out and we'll put those tickets to good use. Uh, also, new Shadespire Warbands on the way. Pretty cool. Do her. Do the thing. Mm, do the stuff. God, there they are. Uh, first, we have a new Stormcast Eternal Warband. This one is the Vanguard. They're like the scouts. Mm -hmm. It's the, uh, what are the hell are they called? The, sh the, the something? Vanguard. Vanguard? No. Yeah. They're yeah. like the the, um, the hunters or whatever. If you scroll up and I can actually read the damn notes. Yeah. They're called the Far Striders. Oh, you're asking for the actual oh, name of the warband. Band. Oh, my God. Okay. You got to be more descriptive, Reese. Yeah. The doer has one job and he didn't do it. Verb. I have a lot of nicknames at this place. Yes. Banana, get to it. Best is... <laughs> but this is the first human. shooting faction in uh, Shadespire, so yeah. I'm interested to see how it plays uh, in a game of Shadespire because it seems like it would be pretty powerful. And of course, brand new models. Mm -hmm. uh, you can use these in Age of Sigmar. Really cool. And the leader has got Squawko, the bird. I couldn't name? tell if they were new models or not. Squawko. But they look very similar to the ones in the box set. No, the, all of the Shadespire minis are new. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're not posable though. That's like the only they're right. monopose models. Mm -hmm. But they look great. And yeah, our shooting faction will be really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'd be curious to see how this develops. Shadespire has really taken off. It's become extremely popular. Uh, we have some really cool news about the ITC in Shadespire coming up in a little bit. But uh, yeah, I'll be curious to see how this goes because I can see a shooting faction really being. Extraordinarily yeah. powerful. Yeah. Well, they have yeah they have missile weapons, but they also have axes and whatnot. And a, and, squawk and a hawk. I'm sure the hawk, hawk attacks people. Hockey, hockey, the hawk. Mm -hmm. That was, was the best. The hawk, dude. In our Pathfinder <laughs> campaign, uh, Frankie was a ranger, and he somehow randomly generated the name of it. The elf ranger it was Frugion. Yeah. Oh, and then we're like, well, what's your hawk's name? He's like. Hockey. I was like, yeah. are you shitting me? Your your Hawk's name is Hockey? He's like, yep. That was a strong name. Hockey was a baller, though. He was. He would just like go peck people in the eyes and yeah. fly away. Great he, distraction. Remember one time he like pecked the eye out of the bad guy? He like, yeah. crit, he, like, he, like rolled critted. a 20 and yeah. he's like, yeah. He's Everyone good. was like, Hockey. <laughs> then he died. And then the other war band is called Magor's Fiends. Ooh. They're blood warriors plus a uh, flesh hound of corn. Mm -hmm. They look pretty badass. Yeah, the flesh hound looks. Yeah. Oh. Everybody's just waiting for the flesh hounds to come out in plastic. Because yeah. this is the second one now. The other one was on the uh, the leash of the... Um, the chaos lord or whatever. Yeah, the coal. The, the coal, right. Yeah. Uh, really, really cool model. Can't wait to see those because you know they're probably going to be coming eventually. Yeah. But uh, check it out. Two new factions for... Shadespire, now, I don't want to sound like a whiny internet person, but I would have liked to have seen not another Cornblood Bound and right. <laughs> Stormcast <laughs> Eternal Warband. Yeah, I mean, right. it would have been cool to, like, have some elves in there or something, yeah. you know, like, do something a little different, maybe some squats, mm -hmm. I don't know. Squats? Not squats. Uh, what, are the, what are the other guys? The Humans would be nice. Yeah. Humans would have been Some free people. Yeah. people. But they, again, then they have to show, like, what they look like now, which is still yeah. ambiguous. Yeah. I'm sure that they're sticking to the factions that have been released, but like, yeah. I would, it would have been cool to see like, you know, ogres or yeah. mm -hmm. uh, maybe you know vampires or something. Like, yeah. But like, we already have. I mean, at least with the with the bloodbound, the blood warriors are not. They're different than the the gore chosen. The um, right. The uh, uh, blood reavers. Or... Yeah, and the mo I mean the models other than the champion, they they do kind of look repurposed, but. Yeah. I mean, if you don't, they are slightly different. So if you do have a, a corn bloodbound army, and you don't want to play Shadespire, or you want to play both. It's not a bad idea to have those. You can put them as champions. Yeah. Same with the um, the Vanguard um, Stormcast uh, Warband. They're a little different, but they do kind of look 
similars, but they can be useful for sergeants or whatnot. Or you could just throw them in a unit, unit, unit you know leaders. I mean? yeah, yeah, like you could play with both. You mm -hmm. could play them in Shadespire. You could play them right. in your uh, Vanguard army. Yeah. So, I mean, minor complaint. They're coming out with these Shadespire warbands really quickly, mm -hmm. so I'm yeah. sure we'll get more variety. But they did just come out with Fire Slayers and Skaven. Right. Mm -hmm. So we are seeing some of the other armies. But, yeah. Eh. Yeah. Especially with the Stormcast, I'm like, man. This the first warbands that came Stormcast. out looked really unique. And, like, you know, the... Um, the skeletons, the of course, because those weren't yeah. there. Um, yeah. We didn't have those new sculpts anyways. You know, the Stormcast Eternals did look completely different and very characterful, but the the ones that have come out recently, the Skaven, the Fire Slayers, these two, they kind of look repurposed a little bit. Like I mean, they're, they're brand new sculpts, yeah. though. I now, mean, the sergeants always, or the, the unit leaders always look very unique, no matter what. I think they're brilliant models. And yeah. uh, if they came out with some, like, um, some uh, um, the Orc Bone... Bone splitters. Bone, bone splitters. splitters. I was like, yeah. I was like, bone slayers. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. Uh, I would be bone all breakers. over that because I, I love the savage orcs. They're really cool. Yeah. So yeah, check those out. Those will be coming up for pre-order in the very near future, maybe this weekend. Mm -hmm. Keep an eye on uh, Frontline Gaming and Games Workshop. And if you want to get one, you can pre-order from us. Fifteen percent off and free shipping for orders ninety nine dollars and up in the continental United States. Yes. Take that, Alaska and Hawaii. Boom. <laughs> Forge roll <laughs> preview. <laughs> If you order from those states, you will be getting an email. Join the continent. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. It's a long way away. Uh, Forge World Previews, the new Ambot. Ooh, Ambot. Wow. This is what I've been waiting That's for. That's for uh, Necromunda. <laughs> and the Goliath, the Goliath Weapon Packs. Which is cool. Kind of neat. Yeah. They're badass, dude. Yeah. I could totally see um, you making an army with the Goliaths. Uh, they're just brilliant models, especially with all the tons of new weapons that you can get yeah. uh, with these uh, weapon packs. You have a lot of variety. Wow, yeah. Very, very cool. I sense some converted Asher Militarum armies coming up. Although, they look like they're on 32 mil bases. I think they are. They are. I think they're like quite a bit bigger. They're big. Yeah. They're they're height-wise almost like a Terminator. You can make them uh, into like Berserkers. Yeah. That would that, be, be really cool. Give them yeah. chain axes and stuff. Or I mean, yeah. Chaos Cultists. I think if they're on 32 mil bases, they're too big. They're on 32s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah then they're, they're too big. But like... Escher and the Orlocks you could make uses a like Ashmel Terram or whatever that'd be really fun. Yeah, um, I think they're brilliant, really cool models. Can't wait to see what people do with these. And of course, you just play Necromunda. You should. So we've got another FLG secondhand shop live auction coming up this Friday, April sixth. Click through the link for more details. But what we've got up for auction: some really cool stuff. We have a new FLG mat display board and mat. Mm. Uh, really, really cool. These, of course, are the new product we came out with. They're a collapsible tray for carrying your armies around. They're great for when you're at tournaments, from getting your army from table to table, and they break down easy for transportation. So yep. pretty cool. Comes with a mat. Uh, uh, it's Ruined the uh, Ruin City mat that, that goes in there. We also have a fully painted Knight Crusader. Uh, that is a Crusader, right? Double gun? Yeah, it's yep. a Crusader. Mm -hmm. uh, he has a Gatling Cannon, Rapid Fire Battle Cannon, and then the Icarus Cannon on the top. The picture really doesn't do it justice. It's very well painted, very good looking. Knight, we also have a uh, Forge World Tau Ravarna yep. up for uh, auction. Obviously a Forge World model. These are very expensive. Beautiful model. It's also really good. Uh, we also have Fate Weaver. Again, very well painted. The picture doesn't really do it justice. Uh, going up for auction. And we also have a Patriot Airbrush. Mm. Boom. And don't forget that cool. Yeah, don't forget the the last thing. Hey, you know, this is pretty cool. That's my favorite thing to select. We have a completely kit-bashed orc battle wagon made up of two rhinos, a Tau Ion Cannon, a Predator turret, all kinds of shit. Yeah, it's cool. It's very orky. It looks really cool. And that will be up for auction as well. So make sure to join us Friday at Friday the 6th at noon Pacific Standard Time. And you can jump in and bid on any of these. Yep. Maybe Pablo will be wearing that shirt. Ooh. I think we should make him wear. Like, now we have to. Now it's a thing. Yeah. He's gonna be wearing the rhino shirt. If he does that, he needs to wear a bolo tie uh -huh. and a cowboy hat. Oh, that would be so good. Sure. That He's completes. Can do it. That's some cowboy boots. I'm sure he. I'm sure he, uh, he has that, or Danny has that. <laughs> <laughs> the bolo tie with that, with that yeah, flossy tie would be pretty good. With yeah. a with a with that green stone, it would uh, look good. Uh, what is that? It's like a brooch, turquoise. Right? Or... Turquoise. You no, should, the bolo tie. You can wear yeah. that and go to like a, a Bonda brooch. club or something. <laughs> a Bonda club? Yeah. Yes. yeah. You look good. <laughs> It'd be amazing. 
Oh, brother. Uh, big news with Best Coast Pairing. So we've been talking about this for a really long time, and now we're ready to rock. First of all, this is huge. The Android app is in beta. You can go into the Android store. There's a link in the show notes. <clears throat> Try it out. Now, please bear in mind, it's, this is still in beta. They're still working on it. It does work. Not, it doesn't have all the functionality yet. Like, um, it doesn't automatically submit scores yet. It will. But what it does, it spits out the, uh, the, the, um, the, sheet. the results for you, and then you submit it. So it's still not quite completely done, but they want people using it, giving them feedback. And this is huge because Android is way bigger, dwarfs uh, iOS. And what we're talking about is Android phone versus uh, uh, iPhone. Globally, Android is vastly bigger than uh, Apple. I know in the United States, it may, that may seem strange because uh, a lot of people have iPhones here. But in other countries, there's, uh, it's not present. You don't see it at all. So Android is a much bigger. What, and what this means is it's going to be a lot easier for people to participate in the ITC now. Um, once the app is completely done and has all the functionality that we have for Apple, obviously it's going to be even more popular, but this is big news. So if you're a TO and you have an Android device and you want to uh, use the, uh, participate in the ITC, maybe you didn't before because there was a little bit of a barrier to entry, well, here you go. Yep. So jump in there, try it out, give them feedback. Big, big news. Also, the ITC Hobby Track for 40K and Age of Sigmar are now live. Nice. Awesome. Um, the FAQ for how to use this, if you're a TO, uh, there's links in the show notes, or you can just go to, to uh, bestcoastpairings.com and check it out. But again, to reiterate what this is, the, the hobby track for 40K and Age of Sigmar, it's strictly tracking your hobby rank at an event, right? So it scores almost exactly like the competitive track, except uh, we don't take into account the number of rounds, but otherwise it scores the exact same way and it's a totally separate score from your battle point score. So you can go and compete against other hobbyists around the world or regionally, and uh, it doesn't matter if you win or lose your games. Yep. Really cool. And uh, you can request a code for either the hobby track or the ITC or both um, via the app now too. So you don't necessarily have to send me an email anymore. You guys can request the codes through the app itself when you create the event. So um, pretty nice. And we anticipate most people are going to do both. Yep. But for in some communities of players, they don't want to encourage competitive play, which is fine. We don't care. Just do the hobby track. Yeah. Right? And you guys can play for fun. You can play wonky missions. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Open we don't more care. Cards. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. I, I actually really yeah. like the Maelstrom cards. Yeah, it's yeah, just, cards, yeah. it's really fun. Um, and you can do that and, and play the game the way you want to play it. And you can still participate and you can get your points. And you'll, what we'll see, I'm willing to, to, to take this to the bank, Senator Trent, is you'll get hobbyists, like casual players will start traveling to events to get their points, just like what we've seen with, uh, with the competitive track. Yeah. And it's going to increase participation. Events are going to sell out more. There's going to be more people having fun, feeling engaged in their hobby. Really, really excited for this, especially with Age of Sigmar, because some of those armies are gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Like yeah. every time you go to an event, I feel like the Age of Sigmar side of the room is usually the better painted. Yeah, the armies are usually fully painted. They have amazing display boards. Like it just, it's incredible. Do you think it's we'll really have an amazing. award for the highest amount of points for the multiple? So like, let's say somebody's on a team and that team is doing really, really well. And, and then in like the, just the ITC, like overall championship, whatever, you know, they're high on that. And then Hobby Track, they're high. Is there a way to track that and be like, this guy yeah. has... Is like high in all the levels. We can definitely do a Renaissance Person Award at the end of the season for yeah. the person who did score the best on both. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we want to do a double crown for the person who does the best in 40K and Age of Sigmar. Mm -hmm. um, so there's all kinds of fun stuff we can do with this. Uh, and then just for some technical info, because I know people are going to be like, well, how does it work? So you can rank the hobbying however you want. We're not here to dictate it to you. We will come out with a universal um, template. Um, Rubric, we, we've been working on that with a lot of other people in the hobby, painters, um, the, the people over at Forge the Narrative. We've gotten a ton of input on like a universal um, rubric. You don't have to use it, but you can. And uh, basically what we look at is how you rank, right? So how you determine the rankings is up to the TO, but we're gonna look at, oh, it was a 50 person event. 
oh, you got first place hobbyist, you were, you were the best overall, then you get X points. And then, you know, we go down the line that way. So it's a very flexible system. We're not dictating to you how to do it. We just need to know how you ranked hobbyist in order. That's it. Yeah, it's the, it's the same way that we do the ITC just in general too. All that really matters is your rank and then of course how many players and all that stuff. But Yep. Pretty cool. Can't wait to see how that develops. I think it's going to be very popular. Okay. Uh, so tons of stuff. Also, uh, 40, or, uh, I'm sorry, ITC Shadespire is live also. Mm. So if you're running Shadespire events and you want uh, your players to be able to get their points, uh, we can do that now. Uh, if you already ran a Shadespire event and you have the data that we need, we can go back and add things in retroactively for the season. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Shadespire has really taken off, and I can't wait to see how that shakes down too because I think it's going to be very popular. Yeah, Shadespire is going nuts. Like the, the event at Adepticon was like super packed. And then as I was seeing, as 40K games were finishing and even Age of Sigmar games, people were like pulling out their Shadespire models and just playing like pickup games. Mm. It, it's uh, awesome. I'm like getting my whole war band together so then I can play as well. So, I, so um, cool. I'll pay one. I have, yeah. I've only played twice and I was playing with uh, Phil Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we were bullshitting more than we were actually playing. So I don't feel like I really understand how the game plays. <laughs> you, yeah. you gonna, you're going to build your own deck, right? Yeah. You're not going to just use the one that comes prepackaged? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah see, I, I, don't even, go. I don't even know enough about the game to even like. Yeah. It is, deck, it is deck building. So you build the deck for how you want to play your Warband. Yep. So it is like there's multi. It's it's cool. It's not just like painting the models and playing and be like, I hit you on a two. And, you know. Yeah. Like, like you actually, yeah, it's kind of like magic. But yeah, also, the strategy comes into the cards and like mm-hmm. when to actually draw new cards and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's a really fun game. Cool. Well, I'm sure we'll get more coverage as we go because I know Pablo's already got his orc uh, Iron Jaws painted. Yep. Um, what which warband you, you play death right I play the death, death yeah. rattle mm-hmm. which one do you like i like the stormcast the original one with the three yeah stormcasts are really good i like the uh the reaver the blood reavers yeah. um they can be really good yeah you, you got to play them it's like death like there's a certain way to play them but like if you do it right you just annihilate your opponent you yeah so I, much damage i don't know enough about it but um that was one that i like the models the most like the berserker warriors they're yeah. cool they're fast yeah, yeah. And then the Skaven look pretty cool too. The Skaven yeah, are really, really seen good. I haven't seen him. That's what Nick Rose is playing. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to play it more. Uh, but we have to find that twenty-fifth hour in the day mm. to get more stuff done. Uh, so upcoming ITC events, current rankings, and of course we want to throw a shout out to Salty John. Every uh, Thursday he's been writing a This Week in the Forty K ITC article, and he's talking about top lists, uh, movement in the rankings who's done well at what events. It's really cool, very informative yeah. article. And if that is something that interests you, the, the current rankings in 40K ITC, please go check it out. And if you're out there and you follow the Age of Sigmar rankings and you would like to do something similar for the Age of Sigmar ITC, please reach out to me and we would be happy to get you hooked up and get that article series going as well. So a ton of events coming up this weekend for the 40K ITC, including a GT. Colorado's Cutthroats Warhammer 40k <laughs> Grand Tournament. I love it. It's in Westminster. There's a Westminster in like every state. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Like I've rarely seen not have a Westminster. Like every street has a main street yeah. in the United States. It's, there's one here in Orange County. Yeah, there's Westminster. That's where the yeah. GW um, store was. The, they had a battle bunker battle there bunker. for a while. Yeah, and it's gone now. It was awesome. Yeah. They're like. 25 dedicated tables with amazing terrain. Yeah, it was amazing. And they had a giant Space Marine statue, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. He looked so silly because he was actually built yeah. to scale. He's he like, like all stumpy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, you should have made it. A lot of these ones, right. too. A lot like of these, um, these game stores are actually uh, stockists of our products. So um, if you're there and you wanted to pick up an FLG mat, save on shipping. A lot of them. There you yep, go. a lot of them do carry them. Yep. And we also have quite a few Age of Sigmar events coming up as well. So please jump out, get your points. And make sure you talk to your TO about hobby, the hobby track. Because mm-hmm. a, a lot of people, this is going to be new information. They're not going to know about it. So just let your TO know, like, hey, I want to make sure that we get our hobby track points too. And if we all work together, we can help get the word out. Uh, and people will be more aware of it yep. and be able to compete for the rest of the season. Uh, just I want to put a shout out to a great name, the Corn Berserkers AOS Tournament. And Corn is C-O-R-N because they're in Iowa. <laughs> That's amazing. That's really good. <laughs> I, like I had it. to point it out. That was, <laughs> that's actually really good. That's really yeah. strong. 
Uh, 40K ITC current top 10. Of course, this is only the top 10. You can go to the, uh, click through the link in the show notes to see the full rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Death continues to lead the pack uh, mm-hmm. with a strong lead, mm-hmm. 619 points, followed by Matt Root, who, congratulations, he recently won the 40K championships at Adepticon. Uh, and Matt's in second place with only four events, so he's doing very well. Yep. Uh, basically, if he goes to another RTT, he's going to jump into first place. Daniel Sansone is in third place. Gary Frank in fourth. Mitch Pelham has dropped down to fifth. Jeremy Applebaum in sixth. Jeff Robinson in Ooh. seventh. Well done, Whoa, Mr. Look at this guy. Take a photo. He only has three events, too, Tom and he's in seventh place. Yeah. Uh, and he's playing Adeptus Custodes. So it's because he got his army painted by the Frontline Gaming Studio. That's uh, why he's winning. That has to be it. Uh, yeah, it's the only reason I can think of. Science. Yeah. <laughs> so well done, Jeff. Uh, kicking ass. So he's in a really good position this year. So so yeah. does Jeremy Applebaum, though. He, only, he so, has four events, though. Yeah, but he also has his army painted by Frontline. <laughs> so what is happening? Ooh, wow. See? So, so let's, what he has I'm, wanted to be in the top 10. Yeah. You've got to get your army painted. your chances. So hit us is. up. Yep. <laughs> that's 20% of the top 10. Right. That's Boom. a good, That's that's. A, I would take that bet. One in five times, yeah. it works every time. Mm-hmm. That's a safe bet. Patrick McNeil is sitting in eighth place. TJ Lanigan in ninth, and Ryan Olson in tenth. I like it. There's a bunch of new names. Yes, I really like it. I mean, early season, it's always crazy, but uh, there's also three people in the top ten that only have three scores. That means they're doing really well. Plenty of movement to come. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting to see how it shakes down uh, because there's a lot of really good players coming out of the woodwork. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the tournament scene continues to grow. Yeah. Uh, So it's gonna be really cool to see how this shakes down. For Age of Sigmar, your current top 10, Stephen Haichi continues to lead the pack. Jarrett Zesweta has jumped into second place. Ben Kloss in third. Jason Heidi in fourth. David Rojo in fifth. I love it. David Red. Yeah. Shane (laughs) Bracage in sixth. Matthew Jones in seventh. Michael Ryan. In eighth, Robert Bishop in ninth, and Matthew Pashby in tenth. A lot of movement. A lot of new names. In the Age of Sigmar rankings as well. Yeah. And again, there's not as many events in the circuit yet. So a lot of these guys, all of them only have two mm-hmm. uh, events. So if you want to jump in there and make a splash in the Age of Sigmar rankings, you can do it. Is the Broadside Bash a GT? I am uh, sure yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a GT. That's, that's a good one to get into. Oh, they have spaces available as far as I know. And for the Age of Sigmar ITC community, um, we talked about this last year. We're implementing it now. We're lowering the threshold for what it takes to be a major in a GT for Age of Sigmar because the community is still growing. Uh, they don't have as many players as a 40K. Although the big Age of Sigmar events are big. Yeah. yeah. You know, hundreds of players. Uh, but generally speaking, they tend to be smaller. So we're making it easier to hit that GT in major status. And we're going to be rolling out those changes in the uh, software as soon as possible. Yep. All right. So Tactus Corner, Jakari discussion. Uh, new kid on the block. Ooh. Making some waves. So first of all, let's just talk about the thing that we're getting an annoying amount of <laughs> yeah, emails. Get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Okay. So they have this rule. It's rating for rating us. Rating party. party think, right? right. It's a cool, flavorful rule yeah. that says if you take three patrol detachments and they're each one witch, one homunculus, one cabal, right? Yeah. That you get a bonus. No, no, no it's just three patrols. Just three patrols. Okay. In general. Oh no, that the other one is for the warlord trade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you get, what is it, 4 CP? You get 4 CP, yeah. Yeah, really cool, like, neat, flavorful thing. Like, if you want to go three patrol detachments. Um, and then they, but the thing that's throwing everybody off is if they go, they say in it, if you want, if you take six patrol detachments, you get, what, eight? eight? Yep. Eight CP, but then, of course, the community, because the way the information was presented, like a lot of the, the Dark Eldar or Drakari community freaked out, and they're like, but you can't take three detachments at 2,000 points, mm-hmm. or more erroneously, they're saying, the ITC won't let me take right. three. And I'm like, oh, God, okay, for, yeah. where to begin? First of all, the rule, book. the rule book says three detachments at 2,000 points. Yes, it's a it's suggestion, suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. but so are all the beta rules that we use. Like, everything is a suggestion. You can change any of the rules right. if you want, right? But everybody plays three detachments. Right. Yeah. So then uh, immediately Drakari players started blasting us. Yeah. <laughs> make an exception, change it, make more detachments. And on the four like Warhammer community oh, I know. moderators that were getting blasted on their Facebook pages. Yeah. It's like, come on. And the guys are being people being dicks about it. No, yeah. not everybody. A lot of people are being very polite. And we yeah. appreciate that. But they're like, you guys don't even know your own rules. And they're like, look, uh, dummy, like the rules aren't written only for people that play two thousand point match play. Yeah. 
please remember that. The game is written for open play, narrative play, apocalypse games, match play. Yeah. And they write rules to scale up. Like factually, like we know this for 100 million percent, the facts. They write these rules with the, everybody in mind, including people that play 100,000 point games, whatever. So don't you, you got to remember that it's not only for the 2,000 point match play community, which by the way, you represent one of the smaller portions of the community. You know, uh, more people play casually and, and, and uh, than, than play competitively. Even though the casual players often tend to play two thousand points. Um, but I mean, the funny thing is, like, you can get way more command points by not taking patrols. So I don't see the reason to take the patrols. It's not like, even good. No, it's like, not even very good. Like, like yeah. you're not going to play with patrols when you start playing. <laughs> you get more units out of like battalions and brigades anyway. So like, yeah. if you're taking three uh patrols of like a cabal and then three patrols of a witch and then uh well that would be your six why not just take a brigade and get more models and yes. more cp like yeah. just well because well the, the the counter that people are coming with and this is pretty legitimate is that drukari are the first army that have been split into three sub factions right fair enough you have homunculus covens witch cults cabals so it in with a three detachment limit it can make it tricky to get everything the way you want it so yeah. okay i get that but uh, how often do you really take all three of them and an air wing or whatever the heck it is that you want to do? I don't know how frequently you're actually going to do that. Yeah, I mean, like, you totally can. But in most cases, like a lot of the armies that I'm playing, I take one cabal and one witch cult. And, like, if you're mixing cabals and witch cults and all this stuff, you're not getting all the benefits of the book anyways. So I don't really see why you would do it, like thematically yeah okay sure the, that's how dark eldar like play like you're supposed to take a bunch of like small little detachments but you can still take three patrol detachments and get four command points what other codex has that option there yeah. is none all it, all <laughs> there it is is, yeah. is an extra thing you yeah, got it's an extra rule it's not the yeah. way you're supposed to play because i've had a lot of people like this is what they meant for you to play i'm like no it's not like why, where are you no, coming up with it? It's just an extra little rule that you can do. It's like just an option. Like it's cool. Maybe you're playing a thousand point game. Yeah. Yeah. Like what if you're playing less than 2000 points? Hey, three patrol attachments become great. Because like, there's, yeah. there's a lot of data out there that shows that a big portion of people play 1500 points. Yep. And it, that's really cool. Or there's a lot of people that play Apocalypse. Or they play, you know, 4,000 point games because they play once every two months. Yeah. And now, you know, six patrols becomes great. But then if you're playing six patrols in like, a, let's say a 4,000 point game, you're only having eight command points. Like that's not even that good. No. Like you want way more than that, yeah. especially with how good their stratagems are. From my point of view, I wouldn't even take that. Like I would take more battalions and brigades and stuff and get a lot of command points because... Man, let me tell you, after playing this codex, you burn through your command points quick. Drakari want super good, yeah. a ton of command points. Yeah. So it's like, the, I understand why people got upset. It's because of the way that it was presented. It sounded like this is how Drakari play. Yeah. And then people are like, but wait, I can only do that once. Mm -hmm. Trust me, like if you're playing match play, you're playing competitively, even semi-competitively, you will, you, this in a month, no one's even going to be talking about this. Because yeah. no one's going to be using the raiding party. You're going to be taking like a couple battalions to get your CP. Yep. And then if you want to take, you know, the air wing or yeah. Supreme Command or whatever, you'll take one of those, right? Like, yeah. And I mean, I, I totally get it because they did separate it into different factions and there are cheaper choices for certain things. Like taking a brigade is mm -hmm. pretty difficult. Yeah. Um, but you can still do it with the different uh, the different like Cabal and Colt and all that stuff. You just might take units that you normally wouldn't, which would be cool. Well, then there's also free safety units. Uh, Incubi, yep. Scourges, all the beasts. They are all um, units that can go in any of the Homunculus, Kevin, Witch, Colt, or Cabal. And pretty cool, you got fast attack, heavy support, and elite covered right there. Yeah. So if you want to make a brigade, you can. Oh, yeah. Right, you may not be exactly the kind of brigade you wanted to make, but the other cool thing is Drakari are really cheap, and now uh, their HQs are really, really good. In the index, they were like they were so-so, um, really nothing yeah. to get excited about. But now with all your warlord traits, because the other the flip side of the coin to getting three sub factions within your faction is that each sub faction has its own warlord traits, yeah. stratagems, obsessions. So you get more special rules than anybody else gets. 
you just you play you, you build differently and each subfaction has like multiple ways to play that subfaction like yeah. you know they have the different um you know obsessions in between them so you're really getting how many is it three subfactions you get 12 so to 12 like 15 of everything total yeah. ways to like you get play four this of each one. codex is amazing like, more and some four, three, stop so you get be happy with this man it's really cool it's a cool yeah. concept like that one codex has what you basically uh, three, three, six, nine options. nine yeah. ways to build different armies like when yeah. you're completely different than each one each one is completely different than each other yeah that's really cool like that and that's the trade-off is yeah. that you're getting more variety but you're not getting you can't power game you can't power system or, or it's sorry you it's have not less creativity in writing your list from a certain perspective because you can't just right. pick and choose yeah. and I, I understand that it's different but don't just like if you're a drukari player like seriously do not get hung up on the raining party thing I, I seriously wish they wouldn't have even put it in the damn book. Because, <laughs> uh, like, literally, you're not when you go to a tournament, no one is going to use it. What's the reason for even... What's the fluff it's cool, behind it's it? It's thematic. Well, the, the fluff... Like, Dark Eldar is, like, it's it's a raiding force, right? Like, right. whenever they go and attack, there's, like, right. witch cults and homunculus. Got and, it. Like, okay. all that stuff all combined into the army. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, like, one army that Dark Eldar have. It's, like, a bunch of little different war bands that yeah. attack you. And they're always they're hit, like they hit each other, And they, yeah. they'll fight yeah. each other, too. So yeah. it's, like, if they're going after loot or something like that, they'll attack each other. So right. They don't get along, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it's kind of cool thematically, um, but yeah. like Reese is saying, it, it match play. Like you're not in most cases, you're not going to be seeing three mm -hmm. patrol detachments. I will. Anyways. I will bet yeah. that within a month, no one is even going to be talking about it because it's actually not that great for competitive play. No. We've played this codex, Frankie and I. I've played against these stupid Drukari a million freaking times now, <laughs> and we tried it, and we were like, right back to battalions. And it's, it's fun, it's thematic, and if you want to make a cool raiding party, especially at lower points games, it's freaking cool. Yeah. And if you're a TO and you want to let Drakari use six detachments, go ahead. Right. Go Again, ahead. Reiterate Just, that it's these are our official rules that we use for our own events that we run. So how many is that? Three. three that we two. ourselves run. If you are a TO or you're attending an event that's not one of those three, they don't have to use the rule. It's a suggestion. Yes, like you can do whatever you want, have yeah. fun. But you, you can put a Warhound Titan on a Sky Shield landing pad surrounded by two Void Shield generators if you want. Yeah, that was a Lexicon. Was it really? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> I didn't do that again. No, it, uh, I think it won the event. Yeah. I think it was in 30k, I believe. Do oh, whatever you want. Yeah, I think it was in 30k. Well, that's silly. ITC. The TO went up to the guy at the last round. He's like, "Hey, can you please not put the Warhound on the Void Shield or on the uh, Sky Shield this round?" And the guy's like, "Nah." Nah. I'm doing I'm this. Going to. <laughs> <laughs> like I was not there for friends. Like, yeah, I was there for a reason. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Hey, but the rules need to be. Maybe he had a lot of friends already. Like that. Yeah. He's like, I don't need anymore. <laughs> he's like, I could use. Like, I, I could like, use yeah, a few less. I gotta call the the herd here. I'm too cool. You think uh, this fedora? <laughs> no, I don't remember. Slap a fedora yeah. on that guy. You should put a fedora on the Warhound Titan. That would be amazing. Oh, that would be good. I like it. <laughs> Oh, and then he just has like a voice recording just says my lady my lady, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> the uh that would only be good in 30 that would be good in 30k in 40k you couldn't fit it uh, -uh. uh but uh -uh. in 30k because they have the old they have the old rules yep so yeah that would be ridiculous <laughs> um do it if you can it was amazing dude because they play 2500 points too so you yep. could could uh, you put one on a sky shield i'm sure you could yep. I've erased seventh edition from my memory bank, so I try not to remember. It. Uh, but anyway, moving on. So the rating party thing, like, don't get hung up on it. Please don't, because that's not GW telling you this is how you're supposed to play. It's just like here's something cool and thematic. Yeah. The last point I'll make on that topic: yeah. uh, uh, Adeptus Mechanicus. When that uh, book came out, they had a stratagem in there that everybody thought broke the game. It lets you shoot unlimited times before the game begins. No, that stratagem was not even meant for match play. It was meant for, right. for narrative play. Yeah, because it says like during the night fight rules or yeah. something like that. So it's during like one of those special missions that they have anyways. And, it, and they FAQ'd it to that effect. Like, no, this is only for use in missions that have raiding dusk raiders and night fight. Yeah. So it's like, because it, people are looking at it through the lens of how they play the game, forgetting that the game is written for everybody, not just the match play community. Yeah, like it's easy to forget that the majority of people play the game, play at their home, uh, with their buddy or in their garage, right? Yeah, and th it's that's and that's true. No, it's factual. Yes, and that's what you got to remember that this codex is for everybody, not just 
the people that are going not tournament, to tournament competitors events. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So some of the rules. Most, most people don't play at tournaments. Most people play with their friends or yeah. at a games workshop or the yeah. local store sometimes on the weekend, maybe once a month. You get one game in right. a month. Right. That, that's the vast majority. Yeah. It's just they're not a vocal majority. They're not as involved we have a, we have in the community. They're a vocal community. minority, like, yeah. as, as most, most things are. Yeah. And, it's, and just bear that in mind, just like the Adeptus Mechanicus stratagem that everybody thought broke the game, and Jimmy's like, it's not even meant for match play. Yeah. You, you literally can't even use it in match play. There's no there's no time at which it triggers. And people were blowing us up then, too. Yeah. Oh, this is so crazy. And I'm like, what about, like, what then, don't you why can't I do this? Yeah. Like, why know. can't you shoot unlimited times before the game starts? Yeah, because it's idiotic. Band. Why are you asking me? You're out. This is the dumbest You're question out. I've heard in the We should time. have a band list. You <laughs> get out of here. You can't even go. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I think most people, or you get voted off. We yeah. should have an ITC. <laughs> voted like, off. Once a week, just people's profile pictures with like their Voted inquiry, off the island. And they're like, okay, everyone. It's like that uh, oh, the no. episode from um, that just came out from uh, uh, Black Mirror. Or uh, like everyone. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it wasn't even you Black Mirror. Bought. It was from... Uh, from the, um, what is the, the Seth MacFarlane? Oh, uh, the Orlick or the... Right, the, the Orville. So Orville. there's an episode where people can like vote up and down against like people, like how they act socially. And so like all the downvotes be like execution. <laughs> Have that on there. Be like, this guy is saying he wants to use this unlimited times before and then up, out. That's he, can, awesome. he can hang out with the, the Titan guy. Yeah. That's like that <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Black Mirror episode, though, where like, you Black Mirror people, was the same thing. And then if you got yeah. turned over, yeah, you just was, got like a Orville to everybody. Was like, certainly Dang. influenced by that episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's so, Okay. Hobby. That's the next thing for BCP. For BCP. <laughs> Social ostracism. Yeah. You get a ranking, just yeah. like yeah. Uber. Every drivers. single person gets one vote, up or down. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah. No, that never happened. Yeah. So moving on from that topic, if you're a Jakari player, just be stoked. You have be a really, really good codex. Yeah. You have this a really good codex. Codex is this weekend, super baby. strong. Do not get hung up on the one silly rule that was in there for flavor. Just buy the, I mean, the codex, just looking at it, like I haven't even seen it very much. I was looking at the pages as you're flipping. Just yeah. the artwork's gorgeous. Oh, the artwork's yeah. gorgeous. The rules in here are just yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's it's a big transformation from the index to the codex. Yeah. And no, we are not going to be making an exception no, sorry. No, you play by the same rules as everybody else. Tau players are like, I do love the Ripper. Tau <laughs> like, The Jukari player is like, oh, we should get an exception. And Tau player is like, pardon me, sir. Yeah. Screw you. Yeah. like, no, no. I'll, I'll be here with my three commanders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Yeah, no, we're not making an exception. Uh, you guys are fine. Trust me. Frankie has played yep. dozens and dozens of games with this codex, and you are right. just fine. And he's the yeah. greatest player in the world. No, he's World's not. greatest 40K player so let, in let, the world. Ink. We've Franklin given enough airtime to that Trademark. topic. Let's let's talk about some of the cool stuff in the Jukari Codex. Unfortunately, still no Vect. Mm. Wah, wah, wah. But he's got Why? a stratagem he a in here. Which, Agents but, of Vect, sir. Which, yes, guys, it is a Blackheart stratagem yes. for Blackheart black detachments. <laughs> it's like, Does it say it? No, it's just people are like, well, well it doesn't specifically it say it. It says it at the like, top, but they forgot to put the bold no. in there. They didn't put so. the keyword in there. So, yes, guys, come on. The obvious answer is obvious. Let's I don't go. get it. Vect has a model. No, he doesn't. No, he, doesn't. he does. He Not was a no dude mode. riding that raider. <laughs> with his great. With his base. He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it was, was awesome. Oh, but yeah. So yeah. Let's, let's talk about some of the good stuff because uh, one of the things I heard all the time is people are like, oh, but our HQs aren't good. Your HQs are good. What are you talking about? What? The guys in here are have two up in saves. That was what, yeah. that was the perception. <laughs> yeah. That was the worst thing when I was playing That was a common year. perception, yeah. but yeah. now with your blasters doing double damage, yeah, the hero uh, killing pistol. Yeah, blasters went up to D6 damage go. like a melt gun. Uh, blasters are also AP minus four like a melt gun. So blasters got a huge buff in here. Blasters are um, freaking gnarly. Yeah. That's, that's like one of the biggest. You're gonna see a lot of blasters. Someone's yeah. like, "Here's all my tank army," and someone's yeah. like, "Well, Frankie comes in and he's like, oh, I'm gonna webway portal down a big unit of warriors with all these blasters.'" And I'm like, "Well, should, which tank should I pick up?" <laughs> yeah, because he's like, mm, "I'm yeah. like, yeah, oh, good." Every, yeah, you're going to be losing tanks every turn. Just back, back, yeah, because uh, with the Archons giving you reroll ones to hit, and then there's a Relic in here that gives you reroll ones to wound, blasters become very powerful. Yeah, so. the only reason I killed his Archons, because Frank usually <laughs> takes three. That's hilarious. So he runs them next to each other, and they all have blasters, and then they have, like, Relic, you know, weapons. Yeah. I would, and he dropped, he, he came in out of a Raider, and I was like, oh, shit. This is wasting my tanks. And then uh, nine Bulgren, baby. No, no, no. It was a Hellhound shot at one. <laughs> Yeah. Killed one. Yeah, which he should never happen. Two plus plus. Yeah. I was like, then oh. the Bulgren charge in and kill another one. I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. He <laughs> the killed other two. one ran away. They killed two. Yeah. Like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like, oh. He tried to run away. They caught his yeah. ass. Like, 
Yeah. Bolgren, best unit in the game. They are, Bolgren are, Bolgren are a little too good. To yeah. Um, but yeah, Archons are amazing. Uh, they're one of the best units in the game, in my opinion. I mean, they have a two up in both saves. They're so They cheap. have five wounds. They have five attacks. Yeah. Uh, they come with a Husk Blade, which is plus one strength, minus two AP, D3 damage. Like, mm -hmm. they are murder machines in yep. close combat. Um, they give you guys a uh, uh, reroll one's aura, which is really powerful. And then their and relics are super powerful. That's new. The, yeah. The reroll yeah, re one. one is yeah. uh, new. It used to be a morale boost. Um, yeah. The, so. yeah the units could use their leadership. Now they give them rerolls. Because Dark Elder had like no reroll stuff. Yeah. But now they have tons. Yep. So that's super powerful. Uh, succubuses are great. I mean, they have a three plus uh, dodge save in close combat. Um, they also can hold units in combat. You have a roll-off if the uh, opposing unit wants to leave combat, um, which is really powerful. And then they also give reroll ones uh, to hit in the fight phase for witch cult units. So and also very Witches powerful. now can become gnarly strong. Witches like, are scary. They can get up to like five attacks. They strength have like, four or five. Yeah, they have like shard nets, which yeah. are reducing attacks of opponents. Mm -hmm. um, they've got all sorts of bonuses. Plus they have a four-up dodge save in close combat. So they're not yeah. easy to kill. No. Um, and they have the same rule as a succubus where they can hold you in combat, uh, the no escape rule. Um, and then they have a six up feel no pain now. Yep. Um, well, they, they had that. They also had it, but they, they have a six up invo save versus shooting. Right. So they now, they have a save because they only had a six up save before. Yeah. So now they are, witches are actually good in combat for the first time ever. If you want them to be. Yeah. If you want them to be. If you, if you don't put resources into them, they're still mediocre, but they're good at holding things down. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they can get up to a ton of attacks. They can go up to, like, strength five. Um, they can actually do a lot of damage, uh, which is, or you can use them just for, like, a no escape rule and just charge into a unit and hold them there. Um, Cobblelight Warriors are amazing. Uh, like Reese was saying, I take a big block of 20, and you can deep strike them with the webway. Mm. Um, it's been really powerful. The four blasters in there, plus all of the poison shots. You're doing a lot of damage. And you can have a blast pistol, too, if you want. Yep, you can throw in a blast pistol. But um, the four blasters come down, and then, like, Blows up a tank and then wastes an infantry unit. You're yeah. just like, oh. Yep, they're super good. Uh, racks are amazing, especially with all the different homunculus traits in here. Uh, like, overall, this is a super powerful book. Um, I, I, I could see you taking three different detachments of, like, one homunculus, one witch cult, and one cabal and doing extremely well. Um, I usually run one witch and one uh, cabal. Uh, I run out of points. <laughs> but uh, the homunculus covens in here are super powerful. They can get up to like a 4-plus invo save. They're all T5. Uh, the grotesques are nasty. They hit really hard. They can all take flamers. Um, I, I, I love this book. This is uh, Dark Eldar have been one of my favorite armies for a long time, and I think this book does them a lot of justice. So. Yeah, in, in all of our games, they've always been really close and fun. Yep. They hit super hard. They're still really fragile. Not yeah. as fragile as they used to be by a mile. Um, but I always like that glass cannon feel. Yeah. Still crazy fast. Now you can deep strike units with stratagems. Mm -hmm. Are Hellions uh, still like crazy good? Because those guys, really powerful. they were crappy games I played against them. I don't know. Really they were like wrecking me. Yeah, they do so much damage. They're, they're way better than they used to be. Yeah, Hellions can get up to like three or four attacks each. They can go like thirty inches in a turn. They're they're oh, super fast. They're really yeah. powerful. Um, but they're a witch unit, so you can only take them in a witch detachment. Got so. it. But it's cool though because the witch obsessions are like charge after advancing, reroll charges, plus one strength, I think. Plus was one strength and attack uh, yeah. if you charge. Yeah, it's normal. they're like super good. Yeah, the, the witch like cult um, benefits are like crazy powerful. Yeah. I think they're actually the most powerful in this book. Um, so you could take an entire witch themed army and do really do you, well. Do you think we'll ever break down IGC for those armies specifically? For like the witch sub -factions? Or yeah. sub factions? Probably not. Maybe it wouldn't be like a big it's thing. It's hard to track, can... but maybe. If somebody said, this yeah. is all witch. Yeah, I mean, like, usually what we do is we put on the rankings, mm -hmm. like, if they're a witch or cabal. Ah. Just like with Space Marines, we don't track Ultramarines. Right, you just do yeah. that chapter. But we do put the chapter on there because people want to see that. Right. Because um, if you're, like, a White Scars player, you want to see someone who's doing well right. with White Scars. Do you put, like, Primaris Marines? Are we doing that yet? No, we haven't gotten that. Okay. It's hard to give all the data without overwhelming right. people. Right, right, okay. But there's uh, something cool in here in the stratagems. They have the first canceling stratagem it's so that we've powerful. ever seen um that is game changing i mean how how often like some like chaos player is going to use uh what's it where tide, of traders. tide of traders yeah like, nope so <laughs> for, like, first of all what shit. it is agents of that three yeah. it's three cp people have been complaining about it three cp and i'm like Give me a break. cry me it's a river so <laughs> that is game changing you literally stop people's entire list strategy yeah like a blood angels player is like here comes my 15 death company you're like psych 
Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Granted, it, it does have a fail point. If you roll one, it doesn't do anything. On a two through five, it just cancels. <laughs> you got to wear a John Cena hat. <laughs> that would be awesome, it. dude. Can't John see me. Cena. I think you just re-roll the one if you fail. Yeah, it. so you can use. You have a, a ninety-seven percent chance <laughs> of getting it off. Yeah. So on a one, it doesn't do anything. On a two through five, it cancels their uh, stratagem, and they can't do it for the rest of the phase. But they get their points. They get back. their points back. On a six, they lose their command points, and it cancels. It's That's crazy. crazy. It's so powerful. And and this so, is why again. That is fantastic. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. It's the I ultimate troll. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. Just so I can wear a John <laughs> Jason Cena hat. Just a troll. Flip around. You gotta put on the. I rap. don't think so. You gotta put on the John Cena rap. Yeah. That's all Jason spends his command points on is canceling Every, his opponents. Yeah. The guy's like command point reroll. Jason's like no. Nope. <laughs> yep. And then yeah, you put put music on his intro music on your phone. Flip the hat. So it's amazing. the ultimate troll strategy. It'd but be amazing. Like anybody who's complaining about the cost. Shut up and go away. It's so it's good. game winning. Yeah. It's, it's game winning. It shuts down like my uh, uh, my suit bomb from Tau. Yeah, you drop yeah. down. You're like, all right, plus one bliss skill. They're like, yeah. nope. You're like, oh, oh. You're like tide of traitors. Psych. Yeah. They're, they're like, like uh oh. There's like one cultist left. You're like, no. Nope, my favorite, today, my, bro. my Grey Knight Grandmaster one, where he dies, but he still gets to shoot full back like, to nuke. Yeah. his yeah. dice. Nope. like, nope. Or like, like the oh. auto pass leadership checks. Like this is yeah. one of the best it's stratagems in the game. Game changing. I don't even know if three CPs. It's I, so good. And the thing is too is that this is why yeah. the patrol detachment thing is dumb because you don't you're not going to use it in the no, first place. You want all the CP you can get. I yeah. mean, there's there's another one where you can use two CP to go minus one to hit on one of your Drakari vehicles. Really powerful, especially for like the Tantalus. The Tantalus, by the way, is really good in this codex. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, Frankie uses yeah. it every time, and that thing wrecks me. Yep. The only time I've blown it up is with my. Uh, Terminator bomb, I blew it up on the first turn. I was like, yes. I was like, oh, <laughs> sad day. But then again, it, uh, Agents of Vec didn't exist at that point in time, but if it did, you could have just shut that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> well, Veterans of the Long, nope. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to shoot twice. No. I'm going to shoot again. Not no, you're not, son. I've yeah. been like, where? <laughs> <laughs> but overall, this is such a strong codex. It really I'm, I'm loving it's a it. Good one. Uh, my Dark Elder is all fully painted. Can't wait to put them on the table. Their relics are amazing. Uh, you have one where you can deny the witch, and if you do deny, they get perils of the war. Oh, the <laughs> the uh, casket of flint or the crucible of souls. Yeah, yeah, the but it's an aura. Like all psychers around them take mortal wounds on a four plus. No. It's, oh, I'm it's talking about a different else. one. You're, you're I'm talking about one. Uh, it's the helm of spite. Yeah. <laughs> so if you deny the witch, they suffer perils in the war. It's yeah. super powerful. You throw that on an archon, he runs up the table. Super strong. Um, but yeah, that's. This is one of the best codexes out there, I think. So and it's it's very characterful. You have tons of options. Yep. Uh, really, really good. I can't wait to see what people do with it. Oh yeah. But um, we're, we're, I'm doing a full review uh, on the the blog. We've already got the first post up. Yeah, the next one will be going up today, Wednesday, yeah. uh, and we'll be covering everything. And then Frankie and Jeff in control. Uh, Robinson are going to be doing a full video review of the Codex as well. Yep, and then for those of you who are like, where's my Necrons? Where's my other stuff? Uh, we've been gone, but we will get caught up on yep. those. So Check's in the mail. Check is in the mail. <laughs> Classic response. So we'll jump into chat and uh, answer some questions. I'm sure you guys have Drakari questions, but in the delay between then and now, check out this awesome... Crisis suit, which yeah. the this is studio, Tau Commander, the studio killed it. The, the crazy thing is, if you look, I mean, this is a really close photo of the model. Um, so it is a uh, from a distance, it looks even cooler, right? Yeah. And so, like, even at this, really, I mean, how close is that shot? A couple inches. It's bigger than away. real life. Yeah. yeah, and so the line work is great. You know, this artist put in the guy. The, all the guy said is that he wanted it to look like a, a microchip. <laughs> well, he well, got he it. Did the, it. That was yeah, the clients right. what they wanted, um, and so. It, uh, I feel the artist really nailed it. It looks really great. It's amazing. You know, he did a nice um, object source glow. Certain areas really kind of draws the eye. Um, yeah, the client was super happy with it. Everyone was. Yep. Not easy to pull that off. No, that is a difficult I, job. I went to the artist, I'm like, well, can you make it look like a microchip? He's like, I got you. Yeah. No problem. Indeed. This is one of my favorites. All right, did Beast become heavy support? No, they're fast attack, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they're fast attack. Uh, you want to check? We'll just double check. Oh yeah, Mandrakes yeah. are also mer they're mercenaries. They can go anywhere. Yes. Scourge are heavy support. Uh, Scourge have never been fast attack. They've always been what scourges? Yeah. No, no, no scourges are fast attack. No, what? Yeah. Yeah, scourges. They are used fast to attack. be heavy support. They used to be back in the day. But okay, well I'm wrong and I'm a dummy. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you have scourges. They're uh, freebies. Uh, beasts are fast attack, but they can only be taken in a witch cult in match play because the beast master has to be taken in. Order well, you to could take them without them, right? You could take them on their Not own. Not match play. Not match play. Match play has a special rule to where beast units in a detachment that also include one or more beasts. Yeah. So you can only include them if they have a beast master. So beasts are put into witch cult. I was wrong on that one. Um, do you guys have to have units of the Cabal of the Black Heart to use uh, the strat? Uh, yeah, you have to have a uh, you have to have a Cabal of the Black Heart detachment. I mean, again, we'll look to GW FAQ because they forgot to put the keyword in there. But when it, at the very top, when it says Cabal of the Black Heart stratagem, yeah, I mean, come on, let's, let's not let's not complicate something that's not complicated. Um, WS uh, D4. Do you guys think this is going to be a meta changing uh, book? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, look at what one Adepticon was Hive Tyrants. You know, it's really good against Hive Tyrants, poison weapons. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, look at that. That'll definitely shake things up. Uh, Tommy Nick says, What obsession do you like for your Tantalus, Frankie? I usually go with uh, the Cabal of the Black Heart because the Agents of Vect is so powerful. Yeah. You, you really want to have that stratagem in your back pocket. It's so powerful. Yeah. Uh, do we have an idea how long until the March FAQ comes out? Tag 8833. Well, we couldn't answer that question if we knew. Yeah. Uh, sorry, guys. March 2019. So, D Scarletta, apparently you cannot take beasts in different detachments. I, I, I misspoke. I'm sorry. I missed that that one. Um, that is my bad. Somebody uh, further up was um, asking, he said, I heard that you guys are going to be in London for the GT, and Jeff Robinson might also be there. Yeah. Jeff is coming. Oh, a huge group. So, of we, are, we are going to be there. Yeah. yeah. Most of Frontline Gaming is going to be there. Mariana's going to be there. Jason's going to be there. In Control is going to be there. The, Frankie, myself. The A team. Tasty Taste is going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, can you scroll up? Um, no. Um, oh, man. No, I want to give a shout out. Someone dropped off a shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's um, um, Tommy Nick. No, it's just scroll down, scroll down. Uh, Dayton, I believe is his name. Yeah, he's getting a commission done. Um, and he sent Jason, you. you oh, Mamdare. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for the shirt. No, that was I love it. Oh, is that Dayton from yeah. Canada? Yeah. Dayton Obrey? Why is he getting a commission done? He's a good painter. Um, he, well, he wants, it's, he, Brandon's Busy. to be on the stream. Awesome. He wanted to like to show off to Brandon, yeah. Well, thank you so much, uh, Dayton. I really appreciate yeah. it. And it's a medium of the right size. Great. Thank you. Yeah. That is what fits me. He got a hat for Brandon, so Brandon's bald head didn't uh, <laughs> blind the cameras. Uh, Axis Venture B is asking, can Archon still take blasters? And can Trueborn still be taken from the index? Uh, you'll have to go look at that GW lovely chart that they put in the um, in their FAQs. Tomodachi Express, is ITC going to ban Imperium Chaos and Eldari keywords for creating detachments? Uh, we play out of the book, but let's uh, keep an eye on what GW does. And uh, maybe they'll address that issue. But uh, no, we're going to play it as it lies. Yeah. Uh, Axis of Entropy, can Archon still take Blasters from yeah, the Index? Yeah, that's You got oh, to go look at the chart on the GW FAQ. No, it says there. if there's a weapon with the same name, you have to take the newest version of it. Yeah, but they don't the have chart. the Blasters in here uh, for Archons. Archons don't have that on. <coughs> So it's so, a war gear item that can be taken in the index, but not in the codex. So I believe you are still able to take it, but don't quote me on that. You have to go look at the. Um, I think the chart, chart does say have. if there's a previous uh, option that you can. I think you it, can. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why you get that uh, the model from Eldar with the missile launcher. <laughs> Is that why Trueborn, Trueborn are not in there, right? Because Trueborn not, are not, not in the codex, but they Trueborn. are in the index. So. Uh, and Blood Brides are also. And Blood Brides yeah. are also in the index and not Ooh. in the codex. So. Black Dynamite, what's your opinion on the Obsidian Rose obsession? That is true. Uh, Obsidian Rose, uh, I think they're really, like, really and truly, you can make any of these work. Uh, the Obsidian Rose, in my opinion, is maybe not the strongest one, but it is really good as well. So. That's a nice tattoo I'm going to get. Obsidian Rose? On my, no, on my lower back. The, uh, on the your lower back. Drop pods are dead. Oh. Lower yeah, back tattoo. Or you should just say drop pod landing site. Drop pods <laughs> land below the yeah. arrow. <laughs> Uh, I have rabies. I know Reese runs a Chaos Contemptor. Considering getting a Ward Bearer one myself, I don't think it's the most competitive thing in the world, but it's a lot of fun to use. Um, And I have a Night Lord's Contemptor painted gorgeously, so of course I use it. Um, What is the best loadout? The Butcher Cannon. The Butcher Cannon. Well, I I do it with Night Lord's because it gives you uh, leadership penalties. Yeah. Do you um, think that Supreme Command Detachments should be removed from the game? What about Airwing Detachments? I say no because I, then I can't take my Shadow Sword with three Primaris Psychers to be a Katachin. I think the Supreme Command Detachment is... 
I don't like seeing it taking lots of them. It's dumb. Uh, yeah. Like if you could take like if there was a limit on Supreme Command detachment or Air Wing detachment, um, I think it would be more fun. But that's just my opinion. So. Yeah. Uh, should there be two divisions of hobby track, one commission and the other non commission? Uh, nah, it's impossible. It's to too hard that. to tell that. Yeah. yeah and that's, you get people. That's been a thing for it. so long. It's like it's, have, since I've started back in fourth edition, people were getting mad at local game tournaments. People, people get yeah. less upset now. Yeah. yeah, like it's a less of a big deal than it used to be. Yeah, because so many people have commission armies, but it's like who cares? Yeah, you know? and to and tos, if you want it to be a thing, you can simply ask people: Is this a commission painted army? Yes or no? Yeah, it's up to the tos to to yeah. to take the reins on that one. Yeah, and it's like ultimately, it doesn't really matter like who painted it; it still got painted. Um, yeah, and if you really feel strongly about it at your event, mm -hmm. and talk to the to, be like, I know that there's several people here with professionally painted models. Can you not make that a thing? Yeah. To, you know, it's up to them. I don't know, but then it's like I always felt like that was a bit strange because it's like I, 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 understand, you, I totally rewarding, understand though. You're rewarding effort, but like but somebody shouldn't get best hobbyist in the country if they literally didn't paint their army. Like you know what I mean? Like that that's weird. But okay, now you have to you're you're, you're creating a system that incentivizes people to lie, right? Because well, hopefully they wouldn't lie, but I mean, people like, do. <laughs> so it's like why yeah. not just say who cares? Is your army painted? Awesome. Yeah. Well, and that's up to the TOs. Yeah. And if you if you are an attendee and you feel strongly about it, you can talk to your TO. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like ultimately, if that person who had painted the army was there, mm -hmm. because of that, I you know for what I mean? me though, like, I mean, again, yes. this is my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, I would feel like that's the person. Like, if somebody wins a hobby track for army they painted, they're like Batman with the superpowers, right? They just have money to buy all this. Cool well, what stuff. a lot of a lot of people do too is. Um, a lot of in, even paint studios a lot of times will be like oh you have to give the credit to the painter so like a lot of mm -hmm. artists and stuff that paint armies for people on commission yeah the people that have that army will be like oh i didn't paint it it was this guy so he gets the credit so yeah. a lot of those painters will still get the credit okay. and they get the so, trophy or whatever yeah, right exactly i mean the thing like it's impossible to tell anyway like yeah how you can't do like oh you're lying i don't think you painted that and, and then like, what do you do if somebody did lie yeah, yeah. and at big events you just wouldn't be able to because it's you're, like you're not able to to no. make that determination or, yeah. or ask every single person did you paint this army it's just not it's not realistic and then like what if it turns out somebody did either no wittingly or unwittingly mm -hmm. misrepresent it then what now you've got a huge scandal that's why you have the the up and the down vote yeah <laughs> Uh, you get enough downvotes, you're but out now, of the ITC. Yeah. But now you have a big scandal, but your system was created was encouraging that to happen. Yeah. Whereas if you a just lot of people getting booted out of the ITC. Where if you just say it doesn't matter who painted, like yeah. and like and then because then you start splitting hairs. You're like, oh well, my girlfriend helped me paint part of it, yeah. or my buddy painted the the, the yeah. captain, but I didn't. Oh, you're you're excluded now, but I didn't pay him. Oh, but it wasn't you who painted. It gets too convoluted. Yeah. yeah. Just judge the artwork on the art. Uh, Mandir, I totally agree. Uh, Pacific Rim Tomb, total letdown. I'm Dang not even going to watch it based off people's feedback. It was a big letdown. Yeah. It, it still had some cool scenes, but it was a letdown in comparison to the first one. I thought it looked like, a, it looked like from just the previews, I felt like this is going to be more of a kid's movie. Yeah. It and was, I, I kind of knew just by looking that. at the previews and then hearing everyone's feedback saying it was geared more towards kids. And also, you have to remember that these movies are also made for um, certain audiences that maybe are not here in the United States. Yeah. Because there's bigger I'm sure it'll still do countries. fine. Like it was still kind of a cool movie. It's just yeah. it wasn't the first one. You know, I like I like that they had old Jaeger pilots and stuff in the first one. Yeah, and in this one it was all like young, like twenty year old kids and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's a new generation. Yeah. yeah. Hey, whatever. Um, no, we haven't seen Ready Player One yet either. Um, yeah. Strangely two. enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, what is it? The Infinity War comes out in like, yeah. a couple weeks or <laughs> not three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and Actress of Entropy says, yeah, some of the models in his army are painted by friends. So, like, how do you resolve that, right? Yeah. Uh, are you guys going to start coming out with more battle reports? <laughs> it's a hot topic. <sighs> Jesus. So, the reason why we haven't, guys, is, like, it takes a ton of time to make one battle report. Yeah. And we really weren't getting the viewership that we wanted to see, just to be, to be honest. Yep. Yeah. The amount of time it takes to make one of those, yeah. we could do, like, a million other things that are better for the company. Um, and we've the business model has changed since we first started. When we first started, with a lot of it was doing battle reports and, and well, getting, back, gaining viewership, and you know. Yeah. Like, but at this point, like we do so many other things. I mean, I mean, just the manufacturing of our products alone that we do ourselves. Um, yeah. Well, just, there's back not enough in hours the, in the day. Back in the old days, when we did battle reports like two, three times a week, mm -hmm. they were shitty. They were terrible. But like the con, the, the the quality of information was really good. Yeah. The presentation was gar garbage. 
Like, it was us telling dick jokes with a handy cam, mm-hmm. like, yelling at each other. No, they were tasteful jokes. No, they were not. They were <laughs> the milk challenge was not tasteful. That was no. tasteful. That's and never tasty. tasty. But, but, but the thing doesn't. is, like, the guys who are, the, te- the the people out there who are, their whole business is focused on making videos. Mm-hmm. Like, the bar has been raised to the point to, like, compete. You have to have really good quality. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, it takes, I'm going to say conservatively, it takes 10 hours plus. Yeah, and our, our to business, produce one video. Our business model is different than those. A lot of the people that are concentrating on it, like they concentrate on it and they like charge you to like watch the videos early and get special content. We have a Patreon stuff. or we something. Just, our, our videos are free. Um, so yeah, we're, we're still planning on doing battle reports, just maybe not as frequently as we were. Yeah, it's just like we can use that time because you have, you know, three staff members for four hours to film it. Yeah. And then you have one staff member editing the video for at least another four to, four to five hours. Yeah. Right. And it's like, if you took all those man hours that everyone's getting paid, we could do other things that are better for the business. Yeah. Um, Prime marks if you're, uh, best use of our time processing orders. Yeah. <laughs> trying to keep, trying <laughs> to keep up with everything. <laughs> Making the items that get shipped out daily. Yeah. You know, what? uh, prime marks various. We're just being real. Yeah. We thought the same Straight thing, up. but we just weren't getting enough views on the videos to make it worthwhile, right? Like they're awesome, we like them, you guys like them, mm-hmm. but in order for it from a business perspective for it to make sense, it needs to be reaching new people and then them going like, oh, what's Frontline Gaming? Uh, these guys are pretty cool, maybe I'll end up becoming a customer, mm-hmm. right? Because if we're doing it during business hours, that's the only way to justify it. Yeah. And it's like, the people watching the video battle reports are the same people who've always watched our video battle reports and like, you guys are rad and we love you guys and we, lo- we really like doing it too, but um, all we were doing was preaching at the choir, right? Like, yeah, I mean, if, if you guys want to help us on our next ones, if you guys start plugging it and posting it and getting it out there, we'd yeah. be more than happy to do more battle reports. Um, it's, it's just, just it's, right it, now, the industry is just so flooded at this point. There's so many, yeah. they're doing a really good job, you know, and we're, we're still planning on doing it. Just maybe not yeah. as often as we were. Yeah. Ma'am there, uh, the Reese Jeff matchup is always an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, that's like a once a quarter. Deal. I can only handle doing yeah. that once every now and then because yeah. we get we get so salty with each other. Um, yeah, it's just I mean, if if enough people want the bat reps back, we'll see what we can do. It's just um, it it just yeah. really was not. It was the same with streaming. It took too much. Yeah, we were putting more in than we were getting out. And as a business, if you do that, you're going to go out of business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the salty bat reps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm glad people like the salt it. Salt is strong yeah. with this mm-hmm. one. It can be. It can be. Lately, I haven't really been salty at all. So you're the real salty banana. Yeah. I'm not a banana. The though. Danish treat. <laughs> can I be the salty clam? Oh. Sure. <laughs> that's a. Uh, that's also a Danish treat. Is it's it? Also, that's a, I think that's the sweetest. Aren't treat. all clams salty though? They come out of the ocean. Eat a lot of Probably. fish. All right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all we got. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. Um, is Brandon streaming tonight? I don't even know. Uh, yes, Possibly Mondays and Wednesdays. There's a paint stream tonight, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yep. Boom. Have Turn your email notifications on. <laughs>